Hi, and welcome to Traditional Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Carl Lovick. Every day, our brain captures information about our physical world through our senses. As a result, our mind can understand our surroundings much better and make better decisions based on that information. And much like we capture information regarding the physical world around us, our inborn intuitions help us capture information regarding the spiritual and energetic side of reality. And in today's episode, we're going to review how our minds interpret energy. If this is the first time that you're tuning into this podcast, let me tell you a little bit about what you can expect to hear. Here we talk all things Amazonian and high Andean healing traditions of Peru. For over nine years, I've been volunteering for various healers, but for more than half of that time, I have spent it with Amazonian and high Andean Kiro healers of Peru. This podcast is all about me just distilling that knowledge, distilling that experience so that you could feel closer to these traditions. And as always, if you're looking for authentic, traditional, indigenous healing, look no further. Check out traditionalmedicinemiami.com. We work on a very special project with the Kiro community to connect their world-renowned healers with the people who need them. Most of the work that they do can be done remotely, so there's no need for travel. And we work on all kinds of different cases. If you're looking to alleviate addiction urges, anxiety, depression, if you're having some health problems that you can't seem to figure out, or maybe you want to grow exponentially in terms of your career, or self-growth. Check out some of our plans on our website, traditionalmedicinemiami.com and send us a message if there's anything we could do for you. We'd love to connect you. All right, so let's get started with today's episode on energy. How does our mind interpret energy? So like I mentioned, every day our brain captures information of the physical world around us. Everything gathered through sight, touch, sound, taste, and smell is then used as material for the mind to build with. And I don't have to tell you exactly how important it is that we have our senses so that we can navigate through this world. But as humans, we're not only gathering information about our physical world around us, we are also gathering information about the spiritual and energetic aspects of reality with our inborn intuitions. Now, before we move forward on the really good stuff of this episode, we really have to ensure that we have gotten the basics down. We have the foundation covered. So we need to recap on episode three and episode 24 really quickly. On episode 24, the difference between Carl Jung's work and the work pioneered by traditional indigenous healers regarding the unconscious, we talk a little bit more about that. So you might want to check out that episode if you haven't yet. Now, Carl Jung calls these two sides of who we are, conscious and unconscious aspects. We have this biological aspect of who we are with biological features like instincts and everything that's material. And then we have this he calls unconscious aspect that has all these inborn intuitions, right? But with traditional indigenous healers, we see things a little differently. We see ourselves as a energetic and spiritual being that manifests into the material, We have two things going on. We have this biological aspect, of course, and then we have this energetic and spiritual aspect. Now, at times it sounds like we're saying the same things, but it's only because we are observing the same things. However, these two disciplines are drastically different and they operate from very different frameworks. If you check out episode three, what is at the core of ancestral science, you'll find out how traditional indigenous healers really view the world, but the way that they view reality is this. Like an iceberg, the physical is really just the tip of the iceberg. It is only what we can see, but everything below the surface, below the water, is the energetics and the spiritual aspects of reality. These energetic and spiritual aspects is what they study. 
they study what orchestrates, what manifests the material into being. So just to recap, everything in this reality has two sides to it. It is physical and it is energetic slash spiritual. It's two sides to it, right? It's the conscious, it is the unconscious. And that is why we have these two sides to us because everything has two sides to it. In order to understand the world, you have to understand both of these sides, which is why we have these abilities to understand the energetic and spiritual side of life as well. Now, before we get into how our mind interprets energy, there's one last thing we need to cover, and that is how the world around us interprets energy. It manifests energy. It is reacting to energetic and spiritual information all of the time. I remember hanging out with the Kiro and when they were doing initiations, when they were doing really important things with Mother Earth, they were connecting to Mother Earth, they were connecting to the sacred mountains. You would see condors circling, coming out of nowhere, just, just coming out whenever we came out to do this work. And the Kiro would always say that that was a sign that the sacred mountains were with us, that their energy was with us. And it took me a while to understand that that energy, the sacred mountains energy, it was manifesting this way. It was manifesting in condors circling the area. Another story that can help illustrate what I'm trying to say here is when I was able to get rid of an energetic complication that was blocking my path. It was the last one I needed to clear before I can really move and go on my path. This was before I knew the Kiro. So I really had to figure out how to get rid of it without them. And I, I was able to figure it out with another person and we were able to clear this. And when we cleared this particular energetic complication, there were caterpillars that began to make their cocoons all around my door. And I had two trees on each side and there were at least 20 making their cocoons on these trees on both sides, both trees. And there were so many butterflies. I started to record the entire thing. And I have a highlight on my personal Instagram called Zebra Longwing. And you could see the videos there. I mean, it's just, it was wild. I had never seen anything like this happen in the years that I've been living in the same place. And after this entire situation had passed, I had never seen anything like that ever since. It just, it was this one time thing and it never happened again. And so I asked the person that I was working with, I said, hey, what do you make of this? And she said, oh, this is definitely a blessing. This is a blessing from God. Now, what does that all really mean? It means that this energy was really refined. It was very powerful. It was very transformative. And this is how it was manifesting into this world. It was that powerful that our physical reality was actually reacting to this energy, to this spiritual event. Now, this doesn't mean that I don't think that this was a blessing from God. Don't get me wrong. It could be both things. I could believe it's a blessing from God. And also I can recognize that that energy was very refined. That energy had transformative energies and that energy was very much powerful and had come about because of this particular event. I can agree with both things and I do. Another time when energy manifested into this world was when I had purchased my brother a haunted instrument. It wasn't my uh, desire to buy a haunted instrument, but that's kind of what it was. It was haunted. I thought it was a new instrument. 
It's an instrument called Kas Kas. If you've never seen it, it's really kind of cool to watch. But I had bought this instrument thinking it was new. It wasn't. It was used. And luckily, before I gave my brother this instrument, I was messing around with it, trying to figure it out. And I was recording myself because I wanted to know what it sounded like. And when I recorded this instrument, I heard a bark, a growl, and I knew there were no dogs there. And I knew that I didn't hear that. But somehow in the playback, I can hear a very clear and distinct bark. When I heard that, I was like, okay, this is really, really weird. So I had contacted the Kiro because I was in contact with the Kiro at the time. They did a coca reading and they're like, okay, so there is a complication with this, uh, this instrument because there's a dead person who is attached to this instrument. There, there's, a, there's, a comp- there's an energetic complication that includes someone who has passed away. And so we're going to have to take care of this. So in that case, it wasn't something that I had captured with my inborn intuitions. No, it was literally something that was manifesting through senses. I heard it with my own ears (laughs) in the recording. I can even play for you and you can hear that bark too. Now, was this deceased man a dog? Was he some sort of demon? No, this was not like that at all. It was just that this energetic complication manifested itself in a growl, in a bark. And if you didn't know that there was anything wrong, well, now you did because you heard this and it sounded kind of scary. It sounded like something that you need to go and, and, and figure out and check out. It's, it's important that you felt that way because if, if, if it sounded or it felt beautiful and nice, you would never get to the bottom of what was wrong. But because it kind of gave you this shocking sound, uh, you are kind of forced to figure out what it is. So this is another example of how energetic spiritual phenomenon can manifest into this world or this world can manifest it, so to speak. Now, these are examples of how our physical reality, how the material world reacts to energetic and spiritual information. Now, in these instances, there's not a lot of processing needed from your part because the physical world already did that for us. It has processed it into these manifestations, whatever they may be, whether it is sound, whether it is butterflies, whether it is condors flying in the air, the physical world has received this information from the energetic and spiritual aspects of reality, and it has responded by manifesting these kinds of things. But what happens, for example, if you are not in the physical world, and the physical world is not there to process all of this energetic information, all of this spiritual information, now what? Well, you would be then the physical (laughs) to process all of the energetic and spiritual information. Now, when do you actually go into the spiritual and energetic side of life? Well, you do it when you're sleeping. You do it when you are in ayahuasca ceremonies. You do it if you have received initiations and you are starting to open up to this particular world, this unconscious or this spiritual and energetic aspect of life. These are all ways that we are sort of pushed into the other side of life a little bit more. Of course, we still have our bodies, but we are now uh, kind of like leaning towards some other area of reality. This can also happen to people who are experiencing different kinds of 
uh, mental disturbances that are not really grounding them in this reality, things like schizophrenia, certain types of psychosis, things like this. Um, these people are not grounded in this world. They're a little bit leaning towards that other side, which is why there are uh, medicines and, and techniques to bring them back to this world because it is not good to be there without any kind of training. And, and you know, it's, it's kind of a wild ride. And also when you take drugs, when you take drugs, you're not fully in your body. You are now kind of in that world as well. I'm going to give you an example of some ways that our mind captures and interprets energy. So I had a friend recently reach out to me and said, hey, listen, a good friend of mine had a bad dream about me. And I said, okay, well, what was the dream? They're like, well, they had a dream that I was killed at work. Someone cut my head off and he just found my body laying there and it was really kind of brutal. And um, and yeah, and that freaked my friend out. And so my friend told me, and now I'm freaked out. So can we do a Coke reading and see what this is about? And I said, yeah, absolutely. So we do a Coke reading for him to see what exactly this dream was all about. And it ended up being that his friend had received information about an energetic complication about my friend that had reached out to me. What was the complication? Well, it was a, an energetic delay that he was experiencing that was being caused by envy at work, which kind of sucks because, you know, but that is one way to get delays in the field. Now, this delay in the field was not going to have his head cut off. I mean, that wasn't going to happen, but it was giving him this kind of delay in his field that could turn into something more serious. So his friend being close to him had tapped into this particular situation during sleep and it essentially gave him a warning, although they didn't fully understand what was happening. Now, the way that my friend's friend had processed this energetic complication was with his friend being decapitated and killed and he found his friend in a very terrible state. Now, that is not what the energetic delay looks like. It looks very dark and, and nasty. It's just this heavy energy, right? But if he saw a bunch of heavy energy, he wouldn't be able to really have all the information he needed. So he was seeing it in this way. This is how his mind interpreted that energy. Another story regarding how our mind interprets energy is in ayahuasca ceremonies. And it is really common that people see like these demons coming to their face when they're purging. Okay, it sounds a little scary because, well, it's a little, it's a little weird. But when people are purging, sometimes as this dark energy is coming up and it's, it's coming out, their face transforms into like this dark energy because why? It's passing through their face. Just simple as that. It's passing through their face and energetically they're seeing it as this kind of looking demonic, right? Um, why is this happening? Is it really a demon? Are they really turning into this? No, just step away from the pitchfork and don't light that torch yet. Let me explain. Demons and all of these scary things are simply a manifestation of energetic complications, usually atrasos. This is how our mind interprets heavy energy, because if you saw heavy energy, it would just look like this darkness. And, you know, 
that's it. And maybe you could feel it, but that's about it. So how is that going to help you get into action? It's much more helpful for us to see it in that way because now we're freaked out and now we're trying to do something about it. Unfortunately, freaking out doesn't help it. <laughs> it's, it's more about seeing beyond this manifestation and understanding that what you're seeing is really just an energetic and spiritual phenomenon or an energetic complication in this case. Another story of how our minds interpret energy in ayahuasca ceremonies is how people see their own energies or the energies of others. I could see my energy as something different than I look here. Um, it is, again, because we're not bound by the physical anymore. Our energetics can do whatever they want, whatever they need to do to express themselves. And that is what they do. And a lot of people see themselves very differently. Some people see themselves as giants. Other people see themselves as mermaids. Other people see themselves as tigers. And some people see uh, healers, for example, uh, you know, just surrounded by plants, like they are basically um, being puppeteered or they see a lot of animals surrounding them. I mean, energy is going to look very different. It, it doesn't have any limitations. And again, if you were looking at energy just the way it was, then it would just be kind of boring. But here, it, it, it kind of manifests in symbolism, in images, so that we can really understand what we're looking at. So I hope that helped you understand how our mind interprets energy. We talked a little bit about how our entire reality, our physical world responds to energetic um, information and manifests things in the physical. In this way, we don't actually have to do the processing ourselves because our physical world processes that information and manifests it into symbolism, into things that, um, that are basically orchestrated by these energetic spiritual informations that are being given to us. And we also talked about how our mind interprets energy. We know that we would have to be more in the unconscious side of life or the spiritual and energetic aspect of life, whether it's dreaming, whether it's in ayahuasca ceremonies, or whether you are initiated and able to kind of go into that world. That is where you're going to have a lot of this kind of mind interpretation of energies. We talked about how demons are viewed, okay? Demons are just a manifestation of energetic complications. This is what they look like. And um, and sometimes people are seeing themselves as something very different in these worlds. Why? Because their energy is limitless. It can express itself just how it wants to. And, um, and so again, if you were looking at energy, it would be very boring. It would look like the matrix when Neo was very advanced and all he saw was code. It, it's not so helpful to most of us, but, um, but that's what we would see because it's essentially just energy. And, um, but, you know, so this is how our minds interpret energy. So that is the end of our episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you picked up on something that you didn't know before. Thanks again for hanging out. If you are on Instagram, go ahead and check us out. We want to make some new friends. Traditional Medicine Miami is where you can find us. And if you would like to check out any of our healing plans, we work on healing plans with the Kiro community, of course. Check out traditionalmedicinemiami.com and send us a message if there's any way that we can help. Thank you again for spending some time with me. I hope you're having a beautiful day or night, wherever you may be, and that the rest of the week treats you well. I hope to hang out with you again very soon.